Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. That's me. Welcome to Motorsports Madness. My name is Tom Baker from Race Chaser Media. Joining me in the studio is my colleague Randy Miller, who uh, is... Randy and I kind of swap roles on Tuesdays for the Inside Pass. Randy hosts and uh, in their I respond. You- and um, we've got uh, Nakia producing for the first time tonight. Uh, our daytime producer uh, here at uh, WSIC has graciously um, uh, uh, availed herself to fill in for us nuts um, and do more racing than she normally does. Could uh, be the first I, and only time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't run her off, maybe she'll come back again sometime. Um, and uh, of course, uh, we're going to have Jacob Seelman from Speedsport, who normally <laughs> plays the host role for this show. Um, Jacob uh, calling us in just a little while here from home. And also, we got a real treat tonight. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Charlie Crawl, the ARCA communications director. Um, Charlie is a, a, a really cool social media personality in addition to his work with the ARCA series. And uh, uh, Nick Moncher, who is uh, normally one of our part of our production staff um, and works for Venturini Motorsports, Nick was uh, kind enough to arrange uh, for Charlie to uh, come on the show tonight. So Charlie will be coming up. In a little while, um, in the meantime, um, we've got uh, a lot to cover here. And, of course, in this crazy 2020 NASCAR world that we're suddenly living in, um, we have a uh, we had a an Xfinity Series race today at uh, Darlington and Chase Briscoe. What a finish. Chase and Kyle Busch, door-to-door, banging to the end. Chase just simply wouldn't give up and picked up the victory. We just couldn't uh, be happier for Chase. We'll tell you why as uh, we get going here in the program. Uh, And we look forward to uh, talking all kinds of NASCAR and also IndyCar because they have updated their schedule yet again, folks. And uh, so it changes. Yeah, it's changes on the IndyCar side. So here's how this works here. We're going to step aside for um, a bit of a break. When we come back on the other side, Jacob Seelman will join us from Speed Sport and SprintCarMidget.com. And we will do more race talk. We'll be back right after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits you'll receive classroom instruction skid pad instruction in their cars including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in your car instructional sessions from a professional instructor have fun go fast and really learn how to drive call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details that's 304-725-8444 friday at the track at summit point motorsports park Green light. Hey girl, school zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pay in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. And uh, Ross Chastain, certainly uh, fun to watch today as well uh, at um, Darlington in the Xfinity race. And, man, what a what a finish. Welcome to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a Better Life. We'll tell you about them later. Um, this segment also being brought to you by Victory Custom Trailers. Victory Custom Trailers out of Michigan can do anything you want when it comes to uh, building or uh, refining a trailer of any type for any use. It doesn't have to just be motorsports. It can be any uh, type of uh, trailer at all, a horse trailer, a cargo trailer, utility trailer, whatever, uh, food trailer, whatever you need along the lines of a trailer. They can do it. The more custom, the more they shine. Their sales and service are second to none, and I know this because they're friends of mine. Um, so, and here's the other cool thing about them. You can go to their website at victorycustomtrailers.com and design your own trailer to your own specs right on the website. That is cool. Uh, so victorycustomtrailers.com, our segment sponsor, Randy Miller. Uh, what, what do you say? I mean, Jacob Seelman going to join us in a minute. What do you say about uh, Chase Briscoe's win today? I, I mean, just the whole race weekend at Darlington has just been absolutely crazy and nuts, but I've loved every minute of it. The race today, if you, if any of you guys who missed the race, I know it was under rain delay for like four hours, but it literally just ended about an hour ago. But yeah. it was one of the best Xfinity races I've seen in quite a long time, and that says a lot because Xfinity puts on a great show every single time that they're out there on the racetrack. But, man, that battle between Briscoe and Kyle Busch, I, I words cannot describe it. You have to just go and look at video of that whole uh, that whole situation from the final like two three laps. Just incredible. Yeah, it is, uh, and the video is out there on social if you want to see it. Uh, we'll, let's bring uh, let's go to the strutmasters.com 
hotline and bring out uh, Jacob Seelman from uh, Speed Sport and SprintCarMidget.com. My tongue just doesn't want to work today. Uh, Jacob is uh, joining us uh, from his home uh, elsewhere other than where we are in Statesville, North Carolina. <laughs> I, I don't know if he wants me to give away his hometown, so I won't. Um, but uh, Jacob, good to have you back with us. And man, um, you and I talked about this before the show started what an amazing win it was for Chase after he and his wife, uh, of course, uh, uh, had a miscarriage earlier in the week. And uh, Chase has been very outspoken on social media, very honest and uh, very forthright about everything. And, um, it, you know, sometimes the Lord works in mysterious ways. And uh, even in Victory Lane, found the strength to give God the glory. Um, and, but you could, you could just tell the emotion was, was, was there for him. Um, that, uh, had to be the, this has to be the, the saddest, happiest win he'll probably ever have. I can tell you it's for sure the most memorable win he'll ever have for so many different reasons. And if you weren't in tears or close to it, watching those scenes from the start finish line, when he climbed out of that car, Chase didn't even have the helmet off. And I knew he was just sobbing, not you know, not even able to keep the emotion in. That was one of the probably most powerful moments as a race fan and as a journalist that I've seen in a long, long time. You know, I think of you know what it meant to this sport after after nine eleven to come back the way we did. Um, you know, really that first race at Darlington um, on Sunday for the Cup Series was powerful on a on a different level just yeah. to see the sport get going again. But you know, for for so many emotional reasons, this win by Briscoe today was powerful for a whole different set of reasons. And to do it how he did it, that was the epitome of never give up, never give in, never say die, Kyle. There are not a lot of people that get passed by Kyle Busch coming to the white flag and come back to win in the Xfinity Series. And Chase Briscoe managed to pull that off with a ballsy run through one and two to hold the outside, to keep Kyle back there. It, that, to me, is easily Chase's best win of his Xfinity, really of his NASCAR career to date because of who he beat how he did it, and what he went through to get it. That was everything you could have asked for and then some out of the kid from Mitchell, Indiana. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was, uh, as you say, a very powerful win and uh, a powerful moment there in victory lane and one that was well-deserved. I mean, I, I again, Chase, uh, I don't see anything, and, and obviously Kyle didn't either, uh, I don't see anything to criticize in the contact or the, the aggression at the end. There were two uh, very, very skilled racers going at it for the win, and uh, both of them made it back to the finish line, and Chase Briscoe got it. Um, it was just big. That was big. Justin Allgaier third, Austin Sindrick fourth, Noah Gregson fifth. Uh, uh, you know, really some stories there as well. I mean, Sindrick, of course, uh, a nice run there for uh team penske in his ford uh and noah gregson continuing to just be consistent um with uh, the number nine car got a win at daytona and um you know stumbled a bit uh uh after that but boy he's he's definitely consistent and, and it's uh 
It's good to see him. Daniel Hemrick finishing sixth. Ryan Sieg, Ross Chastain, Harrison Burton, and Justin Haley rounding out the top ten. So a lot of young guns there in that mix um, with Justin Allgaier and Kyle Busch kind of uh, holding up for the veterans, if you will. You still there, Jacob? Yeah, okay. sorry. <laughs> you were... I, I managed to mute. I apparently managed to mute myself by accident, you... and and was trying to toggle the uh, toggle the unmute button, and it wasn't cooperating with me. You got um, yourself out of no, no, That's you're... all that matters. <laughs> yeah, you're right about Allgaier, though. Uh, you know, he really carried the van- the banner for the Xfinity Series veterans. Look at this. Now you're you're transitioning your tongue tiedness to me. This is not good. <laughs> Better you um, than me, kid. But. So much, so much youth in this lineup, and really, you look at the average age being, I think, twenty-two and a half now after yeah. Briscoe won. You know, he Chase Briscoe is the oldest, the oldest driver to win this season in the Xfinity Series. Yeah, Stop it's and crazy. consider that, and he, and he is only twenty-five. You know, we've had a nineteen-year-old, a twenty-two-year-old, a twenty-three-year-old, and two wins by a twenty-five-year-old. And oh, by the way, we're five races into the Xfinity Series season, and. The scorecard for cup regulars is zero blank. Yeah, so well, there that's are, a positive too. Haven't been as many cup regulars up to this point as as we would usually have. I think it, in the Xfinity series uh, early on in the season. But Kyle Busch, of course, you know we're doing a, a stretch. We started last Sunday at Darlington with a stretch of eleven NASCAR races between their three series in seven days. And you got or, I'm sorry, seven, 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 seven races seven in 11. 11 days. Yeah, I caught that. Um, and Kyle Busch is doing all seven. Um, so, you know, and he's not been bad either. Second. Uh, well, let's see. I, got, I forgot where he finished on Sunday, but he was he's been second and second so far this week. And of course, we'll get yeah. to the uh, little dust up between yeah. him and he's Chase got about three butt weapons coming in the next seven days. too. <laughs> I don't, uh, we'll get to that in a minute, but, uh, yeah, but, but again, you, you make the point that the youth is definitely dominating the Xfinity series and that's good. I think that's as it should be. And I want to compliment uh, a couple of other guys too. Um, Brett Moffitt in the hour Motorsports O2 finishing 11th, another good run for that team. Um, newly formed this year. Uh, Jeremy Clements 12th, Brandon Brown 13th. And how about Anthony Alfredo? In the RCR 21 Chevy, finishing up in 14th, he ran in the top 15 for a good majority of that race. And B.J. McLeod driving the six car for J.D. Motorsports in place of David Starr, who has left the uh, program, from what we understand. Um, Again, those are names you're not used to talking about, but you better, especially in Alfredo's case, you better get used to it. That boy's going to be good. Well, you know, I thought Alfredo actually would end up being a little bit better. Uh, you really? know, just unfortunate that he wasn't able to show everything I felt like that car was capable of today. But I, you know, I thought going in, he might be able to run in the top 10 and a little bit short of that, but still a really solid day for him. It really was. And again, you know, you're, you're talking about basically a bone stock rookie in the Xfinity <laughs> series. And uh, Anthony's only going to get better as we go. And uh, we are going to step off to uh, do a little business here. Uh, We'll uh, pick up with Jacob on the other side of the break. And as I mentioned uh, in the opening segment, uh, we've got Charlie Crawl from the uh, Arca series coming up as well. So uh, much more to talk about as Motorsports Madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu continues right after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert helmets, Schroep belts, Adidas suits and shoes, Lero fireproof underwear, Lifeline fire systems, and even Racecom radio kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, we've got Nikea producing us, uh, keeping us safely and uh, stably on the air. Uh, and we've got Jacob Seelman from Speedsport slash SprintCarMidget.com um, slash just about every uh, top iRacing announcing gig on the planet uh, that exists today. Um, Jacob is uh, with us now, and we'll bring him back out. I uh, want to transition to last night's cup race. Now, that just saying that, last night's cup race... We had a cup race the day before the show. That means that we had a Wednesday night 
Hump Day Midweek Throwdown at Darlington. And uh, first all those of all, terms apply. Yeah, yeah, all those terms apply. Yeah, they kind of did. <laughs> uh, so first of all, Randy Miller, uh, Wednesday night NASCAR racing. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I think that we should do this a lot more often. I, agree. I, I don't know how many more Wednesday nights I could take not having a race now. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know what? I mean, and the next one's going to be Martinsville at night. So, I mean, you know, uh, check check yes for me already. Um, but I don't know how you can not think that, you know, uh, well, this not be a success. No, don't we have... Don't we have another Wednesday? Oh, yeah, we, we do. Wednesday we have, we have Charlotte. Charlotte. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, we have a Charlotte yeah. race. So yeah. th- that one and then I, I... Martinsville, yeah. I'm all about short tracks, whatever. So well, me too. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I feel like, you know, this is an opportunity for NASCAR to look at this and go, I think this worked. And yes. even if it's not NASCAR, even if we do Xfinity trucks, you know, I'd it's be okay with NASCAR. it. I'd be an open with modified, uh, whatever. I just want action on a Wednesday night at a short oh. track somewhere <laughs> on the NASCAR <laughs> schedule in 2021. Yeah, give me a modified race on a Wednesday night. I'm okay yes, with whatever. Please. You can do a double header yes. for all I care. I'm all right. Yes, I'll sit up please. all night. I don't even care. Yeah, me it's too. fine with me. Okay, so so I'll bring Jacob in on this discussion, kind of go around the table. So Denny Hamlin gets the win. Kyle Busch second. Uh, Harvick, Keselowski, and Jones round out the top five. Um and uh, we'll just go back through 10th. Logano, Almarola, Jimmy Johnson, Matt DiBenedetto, and Martin Truex Jr., uh, your top 10 cars. And I'll throw in Chris Bell in 11th just because uh, ho- hopefully James Mellick's listening to this, our, uh, one of our other producers who is uh, otherwise occupied working on race cars at mm-hmm. Levine Family Racing tonight, transitioning for uh, Charlotte because they're actually going to allow backup cars at Charlotte and Jacob, they're going to allow qualifying at Charlotte, something we have not seen in these first couple of races. Uh, they just show up and take the green. There's no practice, no qualifying. Uh, what's interesting about the 600 at Charlotte, apparently, if I understand this correctly, they're still not going to get any practice, but we'll give you a couple laps of qualifying in the race. Well, that's exactly it. And the big thing, is, you know, that's part of the strategy of the Coke 600 is qualifying is important and you want to have an opportunity to start at the front of NASCAR's longest race. That's part of the reason why they're allowing for qualifying and and that's a part of the reason why you have to have a backup car because God forbid something happened during qualifying. You've got to have that second car ready to go and turn around and and be able to race later in, you know, later in the afternoon or or evening as the case it is. It's six o'clock start time. Um, you know, it, it's all those things that have to be taken into account. But, no, qualifying is extremely important in a race like the 600, and glad that NASCAR taking the initiative to make sure that uh, that, that is something that happens. And, and you know, hopefully it's, it's been a long time since we've had a Bush Poll Award winner because you don't obviously get an official poll uh, for the start by random draw right. or the invert or whatever yep. it was. So this will be the first uh, Bush Poll Award winner that we have had since, uh, I want to say, March 8th at Phoenix? That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. I know yep. it was Phoenix, no, it's it's Phoenix. somewhere yep. early in March. Yep. So. That's true. So, uh, yeah, no, just our, our fifth poll winner of the season. But, you know, it means a lot. And I think I think anybody would attest to it means a lot to sit on the poll for the Coca-Cola 600. It's one of NASCAR's oldest races, one of the longest traditions in the sport. And to just to win the poll, let alone win the race, is a, a big honor. We saw it with uh, William Byron when he sat on the poll there, um, you know, recently at Charlotte. So it, it's one of those things where these teams are going to prepare for it. I think we're going to, you know, it's going to be 
a very interesting deal. And those who don't get the track position at the start, well, they're going to have a lot of work to do over 600 miles. Those who do get the track position at the start, they're going to hope to keep it. Well, they've got, uh, I mean, you've got 600 miles to do all that work. So, I I mean, I understand probably from the standpoint of ceremony, the the pole is important at Charlotte. It's, a you know, it's kind of, you know, a big race or whatever. But, um, I mean, the difference between 5th and 20th, to me at this point is nil um in a 600 mile race but um let's talk about last night so your impressions of denny hamlin's win and the overall race on a wednesday night uh, from the track too tough to tame darlington uh nascar real midweek uh special here what were your thoughts jacob well, number, number one, I actually want to go back and, and circle to something that everybody was complaining about today, and everybody made, made the comment, oh, two million viewers on a Wednesday night isn't the way to tell people we need more midweek races. I draw to mind a couple really? of things. Number one, <laughs> number, number one this, was, this was on FS1, not Big, Big Fox, Fox like, it like it should have been. I agree. Thank you very much. Yes. But... Two mi- When's the last time we had 2 million viewers for any cup race on FS1? Period. That's well, a big statement. See, I thought that, too. I, I can't believe it. Of course, you know, I mean, you understand my schedule during, during the day on show days, especially. I was in and out of social media, so I didn't see all the complaints. I'm stunned, Randy, that people would think two million just wasn't good enough my gosh that's incredible for a wednesday night nascar race on on an on a cable network not a, a parent network i'm wondering why jacob is surprised that somebody's complaining about something nascar well, that's, does that's true everybody yeah I mean, everybody complains about that's NASCAR that's, so that's a daily occurrence it's hourly occurrence actually i think two case. million is actually a a, a very it's good respectable number. number yeah i mean I and you also have good. to think that the the race you know has been delayed and then postponed and it was raining and you know i mean no i think a lot of people probably didn't even realize that the race race was actually going to happen because it's been raining for three days well there were so, a couple people, sure people on my facebook wall that when i posted green flag from darlington here we go um I thought it was a replay they from were Sunday. like really they're racing we thought it was rained out yeah, exactly you know? so, so i'm sure a lot of people probably just didn't bother tuning in they figured it would be rain it's a good away, point so. um but uh your your thoughts on the race itself jacob my thoughts on the race itself, Denny Hamlin was in the right place at the right time and got a lot of help from his teammate and a little help from Mother Nature in order to win that one. He was not the best car. That honor goes to either Clint Boyer or Kevin Harvick, and I would argue the best car was Boyer until he obliterated the wall and spun, and that was the end of that. But even still, uh, you know, Denny Hamlin on old tires. Old tires is supposed to be a death sentence at Darlington. <laughs> like, Hello? <laughs> And, and and yet he and Chris Gabehart found a way. And how good, how good is Chris Gabehart at this point with Denny Hamlin? We've seen the strategy he's been able to play. Yep. He's been able to get speed out of those cars for Hamlin. This pairing, you know, I said it when they first announced it. Even though they really didn't, even though Denny really didn't want to lose uh, wheels, Mike Wheeler, his former crew chief. I said this was going to be a match made in heaven if Denny would would give it the time to 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 nurture and and come the right way. And sure enough, boy, they've got lightning in a bottle right now. And I, I would not want to bet against that 11 team just about anywhere because they can win it on pace, they can win it on strategy, they can win it off pure gut. But they have been able to win and win often, and that's a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, three Joe Gibbs Racing Toyotas in the top five. The other one finished 10th. Uh, and we also had... Uh, 
three Fords in the top six, Harvick, Keselowski, and Joey Logano. And if you go back uh, through 10th, you actually had a couple of more Fords in Almirola and Benedetto. So um, for the most part, even though I thought on Sunday the Chevys kind of dominated the spotlight, at least from a performance standpoint, not necessarily results, last night it seemed like the Fords, uh, especially Penske, they brought back cars that actually were competitive um they were not good on sunday definitely a difference last night with those guys Uh, i thought the fords really stepped it up and so did the toyotas so it was kind of interesting um a contrast between the two days uh with that okay so you mentioned that denny had a little help from his teammate um We've got about two minutes left in the segment here. Let's let's talk. Start talking about the uh, big elephant in the room. Of course, uh, everybody who was watching saw Kyle Busch make contact with the nine of Chase Elliott uh, coming to the closing uh, part of the race here, and Elliott ends up in the wall. Are which camp are you in, Jacob? Are you in the uh, Kyle crashed him, or are you in the Kyle made the mistake of the decade camp? I'm actually in the Kyle Bush made the mistake of the decade camp, and I'll tell you why. Because and, and Kyle referenced it himself, and, and not only did we see an extremely remorseful Kyle Bush in the post-race uh, video conference that he did afterwards and on social media, but he made the point that I a thousand percent wholly agree with. He's got way too many friends over on that nine team. That nine team used to be the five team that Kyle drove for when he was at Hendrick Motorsports. Gustafson was Kyle's crew chief at one point at Hendrick Motorsports. Why on earth would he intentionally wreck a car that, A, he used to, to, to drive, and B, you know, he, again, like he said, he knows the people over there, and he knows the kind of work that they put into it in order to be successful. It, it, that was, yes, it was a mistake. It was a big mistake and chase was probably right to be mad about it but it was just that a mistake and kyle will learn from it be better next time i think he already has learned from it frankly because the way he raced chase briscoe this afternoon was incredibly clean and i give him so much credit for for how fierce but how respectful that battle was at the end of the race today compared to what we ended up with last night. Yeah, interesting uh, two chases in NASCAR's Big Three, and Kyle found them both racing at the end. We'll be back with more of the show after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Corrected, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. 
Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back as we uh, continue with Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Nikea with us in the studio as well as producer and uh, Jacob Seelman on the phone with us on the Strutmasters.com hotline. And we are talking racing here. And okay, Randy, so um, I want your two cents now. Jacob says Cobbush just made a mistake. What say you, sir? Kyle Busch is the world's best actor and deserves an Oscar nominee for his performance of playing the role of Oh, Woe is Me. Because Really? I mean, look at, so uh, you're, look, on the, you're in the camp that Kyle actually did this on purpose? There's a small part of me that's going to say, okay, maybe he made a mistake. But look, Kyle Busch has been racing for a buku number of years. That's a mistake you don't make when you're that high up and you've done that much in your career to to make that kind of a mistake. Oh, oh maybe, okay, yes, Kevin Harvick was coming up on his back. He was trying to get in there. Okay, whatever. But to sit there, and, and I've seen all the videos of the, the the tears that he's trying. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, Whatever. I mean, it's Kyle Busch. It, the only one that knows what really happened is Kyle Busch. So even if he did do it on purpose, do you really think that he's going to come out in front of the camera and go, oh, yeah, I, I wrecked him on purpose. He deserves it. He's not going to do that. And the whole thing of... You know, he has too many friends on that team. He's Kyle Busch. He doesn't have any friends. And the only friends he has is Kurt, and even they get, don't get along all the time themselves. So, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna point fingers and say yes, he did it deliberately. But I I mean, you can look at the video 500 times. I there's a small part of me that feels like that wasn't all 100 percent an accident. But 
what would be his motivation? To it, get to the front before the rain came? So he had to crash Chase Elliott to get the spot? Is that what you're saying? I, I think Chase was just a victim of circumstance. He, it would have been, it, I don't think it would have mattered if anybody would have been in the role. Even if Denny would have been in the role. I don't think... I think he so would have tried just to bowl, well, bowl I think he would have the way. I feel like he would have tried a little less if it would have been his teammate, but because it was Chase Elliott, I mean, what does he have to lose except for another spot in the standings and a potential way to make it to the checkered flag Ooh. first to get the win? It's Kyle Busch. He wants to do everything he can <laughs> and give it 110% every time he's out there on the racetrack. It doesn't matter who's in front of him. If there's somebody in his way that's stopping him from getting to the checkered flag first, he will get the, he'll he'll take him out if he has to. Well, that's a proven fact. He's done it before. It's not the first time he's ever done it. Man, I, I am so thankful that this time uh, the hate mail could go to Randy you Miller. You can send me all the hate mail you want to. And um, I, I look, I, <laughs> I don't hate Kyle Busch. For those of you who think I'm picking on him because I hate him, I don't hate Kyle Busch. I respect the heck out of the guy because he can drive a race car like nobody I've ever seen. But come on. I mean, I just think that Kyle Busch made th- the biggest mistake of his career. That was completely egregious and stupid. Maybe the biggest mistake it of his career was leaving the five car now. After it, all. Well, it was not intentional. I don't believe for a second that was intentional for a couple of reasons. One, he was not in the right position to dump a race car. If he wanted to dump Chase Elliott and he comes up behind him and he, and he moves him out of the way or spins him out, that's on purpose. He he drifted up the racetrack. I think that he was looking in the mirror instead of looking at where he was going. And and I just think it was one of those moments where you just completely have uh, a, a brain fade. He he damaged his own car in the process. The the risk for him in that situation was way too high. I think Kyle explained it perfectly. He just simply misjudged the gap. And it's not as if Chase Elliott and and name the other driver in the field because everybody's done it once or twice. Um, I think you're nuts, Randy. I, in this, I you can this, that's fine. I, I I think you're crazy. I I agree with Jacob. I so, think it was a dumb mistake. So what's what's losing one or two spots? I mean, if you really don't, if you really in your mind think I don't know if I'm going to have enough room to make that gap happen, then I just don't think take- he thought that. I think he was so busy focusing on what's around him that he wasn't looking at co- where he was coming up. And I think he just simply misjudged it. I, I, again, to, I've been around this long enough and I know you have too, but that just, that was not the scenario for a takeout that the way that that happened, I just don't see that being the right sort of scenario for Kyle to have done that on purpose. And I think when Kyle does something on purpose or something happens that, Kyle gets mad. Kyle, he's mad all the Kyle, time anyway. But he, he wasn't up last night. He was very forthright, and he was again on Twitter this morning about about the fact that he he made a mistake. He re- hates that he made the mistake. It was a racing deal. That was that to me. I don't. I just don't buy it. So uh, we'll 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 leave it there. I just I just can't believe that uh, anyone would think that particular situation. If you watch the way it played out. I don't believe that was on purpose, and I also think that Kyle, when he says, why would I do that to Chase, we've never had any problems, it's my old team, I have too many friends over there, if this were for a win, then maybe you might have thought twice, but I think it was just the stupidest thing he's ever done in his career, (laughs) is what I think it was, and the interesting part of this, Jacob, is after all that, because of the rain, he ends up second. Now, again, we don't know where he would have ended up if the rest of the race had been run, but I'm just saying because of the rain coming when it did, 
it, nobody, you know, had a chance to contest him or whatever. So Kyle got a second out of that. And obviously, Chase ended up, um, you know, with with a much less uh, finish than what he should have had, um, you know, and, and uh, finishes 38th. So, you know, one of those situations. But uh, definitely, uh, I the, the irony of this for me, Jacob, is how many times did we see Dale Earnhardt dump people and I never heard the uproar that I hear when Kyle Busch <laughs> knocks Chase Elliott into the wall last night, whether it was on purpose or not. It seemed like for, for most of NASCAR, who were Earnhardt fans for decades, Dale never did anything wrong. Oh, I know. It's such a double standard. It makes me, it, it frustrates me so much about this fan base every once in a while yeah. that we have that. But, you know, as it is, um, Kyle does finish second. It's a run that I think that team you know, certainly needed as well. But I, I do think the caution flag saved him it in did. a lot of respects yeah. because I saw, you know, I saw the damage to the, the corner of that car from the contact with Chase, and I don't think he would have been able to stay. I think, you know, re- regardless of what Denny Hamlin said, I think Kyle was going to have to pit if that race went back green. And the fact that it did not go back green was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. So. Well, you know, we'll never know, no. obviously, but uh, I think both sides handled themselves very, very well, and maybe this does spark a, a little bit of a rivalry, you know? You've got the sport's most popular driver with the white hat against Kyle Busch, who has never been afraid of wearing the black hat in his career, so, you know, this, this could be the spark that we need for a little while, where the fans are kind of stuck at home and you don't have the the ability to go cheer at the racetrack, you're certainly cheering at home and are on one side or the other, that's for sure. You know, it's it, it's at times like that last night, Randy, when I think about Kyle Busch has got the wrong sponsor. Kyle Busch doesn't need M&Ms. Kyle Busch ought to have a beer sponsor because that was one of those, you know, it, it's like because the, the, the NASCAR fan base the mindset it's like pro wrestling mm-hmm. if you're it, you know if if the if the good guy does something bad then it's okay if the bad guy does something bad it's not so you know last night everybody was so oh kyle kyle it's the golden boy and now everybody's mad at kyle you know nascar's golden child chase out right so you know we need it kyle had a stone cold steve austin moment you'd expect that after that you know somebody would throw him a couple beers and he'd bang them together and start drinking them you know that's kind of um that was that was what i thought about last night we need kyle needs a beer sponsor he's been in the ring before by the way. He's been in a WWE <laughs> he was ring a champion for, he's, yes he's for been about a an hour for little, or so for right? like an hour yeah. or so so i mean it, it can happen thanks but, to michael waltrip who was the, <laughs> and they he did, their, uh, time the uh, referee he was a referee yeah, yeah. Uh, he and then he <laughs> they mentioned that on, on the broadcast today yeah. as a matter of fact but i i mean again you know people are going to hate on kyle bush because kyle bush is so dominant when he's on the racetrack yeah. and he's so he gives 150 <laughs> percent every time he's out on the racetrack but all those people that that see right now i hate kyle bush when he retires in you know 15 20 years or whatever it is they're going to all respect him for what he's done for the sport well they're also going to say well nascar's dying kyle bush retired. Right, exactly it's, <laughs> the same with, it's the same thing with jimmy Tony johnson Stewart and you know all these guys you know when they retire all, it's always well nascar's dying all of the art heart you know. fans all the gordon fans yeah. all they all hated jimmy yeah. johnson when he made it to the seven yeah. championships and they're like oh you know he, he better not make it to eight or i'll never watch nascar again well, now this is his last year, and now all those same people are going, oh, man, what are we going to do when Jimmy retires? Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. And, uh, you know, Jimmy, as well as he ran on Sunday, okay, have you got our picks there? Oh, I do, yes. As as well as Jimmy ran on Sunday, I picked him to win last night, figuring, well, gosh, he would come back. and you know, and Yeah, he finished eighth, which is definitely not a win, and he he really wasn't a strong eighth at that. Um, So tell us how we did with our picks here while we got Jacob still with us for a well, not 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 to brag or anything, but I actually won two races in a row because I won. I, I picked Harvick and yeah. he won, and Denny and Trigged. he won. So, well, no, because <laughs> well, I mean, I still think Nick had something to do with coronavirus, but that's yeah. another story. We'll find that out on Tuesday when he's on the show. Yeah, you um, picked Harvick and then uh, I, picked picked, I picked Harvick and Hamlin, so I, I won both races. So now I have the lead by five points over Nick and ten, uh, 20 points over Jacob. So we're all pretty close together. Well, Jacob's still podium. So, yeah, was, still podium at, so. at, least, at least I'm somewhat close. I was beginning to think after Randy just said he won both races, this thing's rigged. Well, no, because you had <laughs> you had Eric Jones uh, for the Sunday race, and he finished eighth, and Kyle yesterday, and he finished second. So, I mean, you got two top tens oh, out yeah. of it. So Okay. Hey, I you know, I, admit, I admittedly forgot that Eric finished as well as yeah. he did. He was really quiet in that He had a chance Sunday to win the race on Sunday, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it really even when you know the Wednesday race, um, the the night race, he yeah. really he ran up and took the he lead did. at one point, yep. and I thought to myself, "Oh boy!" Yep, yep. yep. So shouldn't have been thinking about the next book he's going to read. So uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so where am I in all this? So, uh, you're, I, I can't do math that fast, but you're 46 point, 56 points behind oh, Jacob. Oh, Lord. i got to start winning some Well, you, you had Joey, and Joey was 18th, and then Jimmy, who finished 8th. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, it's, uh, again, Joey we came back. If I'd have stuck with him, I'd have done better. We won't talk about Red, because he's contractually sixth. obligated to Christopher Bell. But he did get 11th, so, I mean, you know, he gained, yeah. he gained quite a bit of no, points. No, Chris did a good job last night. Chris so. Chris got better last night, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, so um, we, we need to... Uh, start thinking about Charlotte here because here's what's interesting about this NASCAR schedule the way that that it is. So the Xfinity cars finish up their race today, which was actually supposed to be on Tuesday, um, but got rained out to today. And we all thought it was going to get rained out again. Now they go right back to Charlotte for Monday. The Cuppers ran last night and go straight back to Charlotte for Sunday. And this is, a, a, this is just an amazing schedule for them because again, two more races in the next week for the cup series. Um, so as we start looking ahead, Randy, we got about a minute and a half left in the segment. I'm not going to get our picks yet, but who would be the driver that you're actually watching uh, out of this last couple of races at Darlington that you feel like could could be strong at Charlotte. I mean, I think you can pick any of the Hendrick guys. I think I think Hendrick is back. I think Chevrolet is back. Any of the Chevrolet guys, I think would be good picks. But I, I'm I would be the number one vote getter for no more qualifying and just do the invert every week because that was yeah, fantastically agree. fun to watch guys like yeah. Ty Dillon and and Ryan Priest up there running up the front and having those guys that are really fast that finish up front and have to work their way up through the field. Fantastic! I love. Yeah, that. it actually was. That was an interesting way of kind of bringing us back with some more unknown storylines to follow and a little bit of randomness to all of this. And of course, uh, I think the highlight of last night was we actually had a Fox on the racetrack, a Fox on literally a Fox on NASCAR on Fox. Um, I mean, that was like Dr. Seuss. Yeah. It was uh, very, very funny. Okay. So what we're going to do here is we're going to, step aside jacob if you'll hang on with us i want to bring you back for the next segment so we can keep talking about this um and and get our picks for on this show so um we'll be back 
With more of Motorsports Madness, we've got Jacob still with us. We're going to have Charlie Crawl at the top of the hour. So uh, don't go away because Motorsports Madness presented by My Computer Career continues right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com. Or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues, and uh, we've still got Jacob Seelman from Speedsports slash SprintCarMidget.com with us uh, for a couple of minutes longer here. So, Jacob, I'm going to put you kind of on the spot here. you got about uh, two minutes, a little less. Uh, your thoughts on the upcoming 600 and who wins it? Oh, boy. Um, it's going to be, I think, a race of attrition more so than we've seen in past years because these guys have not had the time 
to get their cars in tip-top shape like Mm. perhaps they would. I think it's going to be a race much like we always see at Darlington, of racing the racetrack. And I think it's going to be a a race, much like we've seen the past couple of races at Darlington, that plays to the veterans. With that being said, Mm. I'm going on a bit of a Tom train for my Coca-Cola 600 pick, because shockingly, you and I agree on something, that Jimmy (laughs) Johnson is going to have a shot. And you know what? And has had a shot recently. Give me Jimmy Johnson to win the Coca-Cola 600, and for the sprint race, Martin Truex Jr. Okay, well, the sprint race doesn't count in our uh, fantasy standings, but that's okay. That's 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 fine that you picked that. And I would certainly agree. Martin would have a good shot at that. Wait, wait, wait! Or, or, or no, no, no! Are we not doing the when? Are we not doing the Wednesday race? Oh, you're talking about Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, okay. He's already a week ahead yeah, of everybody else. That, that, sorry, that's. That's what I call the sprint race because it's so short. It's no, only okay. 310 miles. Okay. I thought you, okay, never mind. I, I was, all right. So, yeah, we got the Wednesday race there from Jacob. So, Randy noted that. Yes, I did. Uh, we've got about 50 seconds left in the segment. So, Randy, what do you got for the 600? I am going to pick Alex Bowman because I feel like Alex is due for another win. And he has been looking pretty good the last couple of weeks. And I think he's got a great shot of winning the 600. So two Hendrick cars from the two of you. Oh, yeah. um, I actually had a slightly different idea about uh, my 600 pick. <laughs> I'm going the opposite of both of you. I'm going with a rookie to win the 600. And this is nothing more than a gut here. Christopher Bell wow. in the Levine family racing car wins this race. I think this is going to be a race of attrition, and I think if Chris Bell can stay out of trouble, we know he's going to be fast there. I think Chris Bell gets it done. I'm going to go with a flyer and pick Chris Bell to win, and we thank Jacob for being on, and we'll be right back right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. 
how to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is like so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. He's Casey Kane, and I'm Tom Baker. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as uh, we continue here inside the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Nikea producing us, doing an excellent job. And I want to talk to you a little bit about my computer career because uh, online class is going to start up again soon. And here's the deal with, with this. If you're looking for a change in career or if you're looking for a first career, my computer career could be an excellent way to get to a better life. Here's the thing. Go to mycomputercareer.edu. Take their free career evaluation. It doesn't cost you anything. It'll give you an idea of whether IT might be a a good opportunity for you or not. And um, so this is a, a, a perfect way to evaluate. Now, if you decide to go forward, My Computer Career has financial aid available if you qualify, including the GI Bill and training is one to two days a week, just a couple days a week. It can be online or at any of their seven campuses across the country. So it's easy to do. doesn't have to be full-time. In as little as four months, you could be on your way to a brand new IT career. And when you're ready to go, My Computer Career works with hundreds of employers to get you placed. There are over 2 million cybersecurity jobs in this country, unfilled right now as we speak. So my computer career may be a great way for you to make a huge change in your life. I've been to their main campus in Raleigh. There's a campus in Charlotte. There's a campus in Indianapolis. There's a campus in Columbus. They're all over the place. There's seven of them across the country. So look up mycomputercareer.edu. It might just be your ticket to a better life. And oh, by the way, if you're saying I'm not good at math or science, it's okay. It's not rocket science. You don't have to have a lot of computer training. Just take the career evaluation and see where it goes for you. My computer career could be the answer. Randy, with about 20 seconds left in the segment here, um, who is Nick's pick, the yeah, group's pick? We, for? We, we left Nick out, but Nick picked Chase Elliott. So we, <laughs> we have three Hendrick drivers. Picking a comeback. Yeah, yes, should yes. be interesting for the 600. Drivers. So we'll uh, we'll talk more about that. We've got Charlie Crawl coming up, and uh, we're going to talk uh, ARCA and some other things with him. We'll be right back with more Motorsports Madness right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing services. 
circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues. We uh, always record these live on Thursdays. And, of course, Performance Motorsports Network is our live home. And uh, also, we are on demand on Fridays. Uh, wherever your favorite podcast uh, platform is, we're on most of them. Just search Race Chaser Radio, and you won't even not, or you won't just get this show, but you'll get all five of the shows that we uh, produce f- through Race Chaser Media each week. Um, and so, uh, again, search Race Chaser Radio on your favorite podcast platform. You can check us out on demand. And, of course, we're syndicated across the world through Sports on USA to any number of uh, places. And we really appreciate uh, their being part of our family as well. So wherever you're listening to us, we're happy to have you. And uh, we've got... Um, Charlie Crawl going to uh, come out and go full throttle with us here on Motorsports Madness. We'll go back to the strutmasters.com hotline and pick up, uh, we hope it's Charlie. Uh, Charlie, welcome to the program. 
I think the only person worse than me on this line right now would be Nick Moncher, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, see? Starts right off. Right. Moncher's not here tonight to defend himself. So, Charlie right, fires right, right. the first shot. That's uh uh, if you don't know who Nick Moncher is, you haven't been listening to this show um, because uh, Nick has been uh, capably filling in in the uh, producer's role here um, for uh, James Mellick. We have two main producers for the show for our shows. Both of them are members of teams. Of course, it's, we didn't plan it that way. It just happened. James Mellick uh, is the teardown specialist for uh, Levine Family Racing, so he's. Um, in the midst of a whole lot of work right now, getting ready for Charlotte. And uh, Nick Moncher is the PR uh, director for uh, PR Extraordinaire, PR Boffin, PR Guru, um, all things PR, uh, driver development coordinator, head babysitter. He's the jack the of kids. all trades and the master of none. Yeah, uh, for Venturini Motorsports. So he flies the V every day. And so um, Charlie and Nick know each other well because, of course, uh, ARCA is where Charlie spends his time um and right so uh we're gonna switch gears and talk arca for a minute and i gotta ask the question because you know we've had nick we've had billy we've had all other guys we've had a lot of the the, the guys from venturini on and every time i talk to nick about where's arca where's arca where's arca what are we doing here when are you coming back um we for for, for the love of all things holy we thought it was going to be bristol and now we'll come back at talladega <laughs> <laughs> so basically yeah, I'm we'll excited about it. Start the season over again, uh, Charlie. What, from your perspective, inside of Arca's walls, what's it been like over the last couple of months? Because you're kind of waiting for NASCAR now to right. tell you when you can race. Whereas, of course, up to uh, the time NASCAR had bought you, and now they 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 kind of control you a little bit. Um, up to that point, you'd always been able to do your own thing, but now you're kind of waiting around for NASCAR to tell you where you're going. To a degree, and also on top of that, municipalities to tell you whether you can go there or not. So it's had to be just pulling your hair out trying to figure out <laughs> how to plan here. Well, I don't have a lot of hair left, so I'm not Neither do I. too hard. But <laughs> but it is it, so. You know, that's a really tough question right off the bat, guys. But I'm glad that you asked it because you know there's. We have. We, we've hit the pause button here for 70-some days. Yeah. It's, it's been tough. It's been really, really tough. And, you know, there's, I, I guess that there are, there's the way that some race fans might look at this and, and race fans might look at it and say, oh, NASCAR is making it so that ARCA can't race. That's not true. Um, you know, NASCAR has, they have been working double and triple time oh, yeah, to try to sure. find a way that all of us can go and race. Yep. And, and really the, and excuse me, I'm, I'm actually out on a bike ride right now. So I apologize if I'm breathing really? heavy, but, um, <laughs> but the, the one thing that we always, that we take more serious than anything else is the safety of our participants and the safety of our fans. And it hasn't been safe. You know, there's just whether you want to, you know, whatever direction you want to look at this from, it just, it hasn't been safe for us to bring 400 team participants and a few thousand race fans together. Yeah. You know, I think all you have to do is look at the stats of these, you know, these, you know, say a church, you know, a church service is one of the greatest things that we have in this country. Amen. You know, it's everyone's, everyone's there for a good reason, but these, these churches that have reopened, you see, you know, 75, 80, 90, a hundred people yeah. getting sick and we don't want to have that happen. And, 
and we think we are to the point where we and this weekend this week has been great because I think we we have seen that we can bring these race teams together we can get in and get out and put on a great show and do it safely and efficiently you know I think that you know the folks in Daytona Beach and the folks in Charlotte are going to look at all of the the data that they collect and we're going to go forward and we're going to do it in a safe manner and I'm looking forward to it I wish I wish we had more to talk about other than just Talladega. You know, we really don't know. You know, it would be great to say that we're just going to resume our schedule. And I think that we would really like to be able to do that. But, you know, like you said, those municipalities and whatnot, every state's got a different set of regulations. Every, you know, every municipality within those states has a different set of regulations. And I'm just going to throw a couple of tracks out there and and have – no okay. bearing on anything other, other than just track names. Okay. We could go to we could go to Madison and we could go to Five Flags and have totally different sets of regulations. Yeah, which exactly. make those events right, which which would govern those events. So, you know, it's just we're doing the very best that we can under a very difficult set of circumstances. You know, once we do get back to racing, you know, it's our our goal all along has to it has been 39 races 20 in the arca menard series you know 11 in the arca menards west and the rest in the arca menards east you know that's that's what we want and that's our goal we don't want to cancel anything every race that we have postponed so far is still in that bucket to be rescheduled you know we still want to go race that's what we do and uh we just we got to find we've got to let We've got to let Mother Nature, unfortunately, kind of run its course a little bit. We've got to let technology catch up. We've got to let the scientists do their job. And we've got to be smart. But, man, we want to go back racing. And we are excited to go back to Talladega. I mean, we had a great show at Daytona. We always put on a good race at Talladega. And, uh, and man, I am looking forward to getting back to it. I wish I could tell you we got more dates announced, but we don't. But, um, well, man, I am, I am really looking forward to getting this season resumed because those first two races – you know, we, we saw some pretty interesting things. And, and, of course, we've had an East and a West race. And I want to get those seasons underway, too, because we've got a lot of great up yeah. drivers East and West. And here's the deal. I know that NASCAR is committed to getting all all of your national races in. Um, I know they obviously would like to get East and West in. The West Coast, to me, feels like, for the most part, it's going to be a struggle to you know, right. to, to do much of anything, unless you're going to run tracks in Arizona four or five times a piece. Um, California is not happening anytime soon from what it appears. Although again, things can change quickly. Um, right. And, so, and, and that's, you know, again, anytime you've got a, a terrific concentration of people, yep, you have got a, well, you run the risk and, and California is the most populous state in the country. You know, whether you want to look at it politically or not, it's just, it is the most populous state it in the is, country. But and, and that's just the risk that we run. But, yeah, that's, that's our goal is we want to get those races in. Yeah. But you are exactly right. California, and I think we had four races scheduled in California. Yes. Yep. Just logistically and, and with the regulations in place, it's going to be a challenge. So, yeah. so that's what those guys at the – you know, at the home office down in Daytona Beach, the home office here in Tempest, Michigan, they are burning up the phones every day 
trying to figure out a way to make those races yeah, happen. It'll be uh it'll be interesting to say the least. Uh you know, it's uh it certainly is a kind of a moving target and that's part of the problem. But uh now we're going to what right. we're going to do is here uh, Charlie if you'll hang on we'll let you pedal I a little will, bit yeah. and uh <laughs> we'll let you keep riding. I don't believe we've ever had anybody uh, do the show Right. From- yeah, I mean I, I had a I had a cheeseburger for lunch today, guys. Got to work <laughs> it off. You know, I don't want to end up I don't want to end up looking like Nick. Well, oh boy! All right, it's getting heavy in here. We're gonna we're gonna take a break, and uh, we'll be back with more movie sports madness right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents. Vehicle dynamics and feedback. Skid control and skid recovery. Threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road... It becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Chandler Smith, ironically enough, who runs in the Arca Series, bringing us back from um, 
break. And as we continue, we'll bring uh, Charlie back out in a second. But I want to sometimes Twitter is a gem and it gives us nice topics in the middle of a show to just throw out there. And uh, just seeing on Twitter, the Motor Racing Network uh, tweeted that this week's MRN Classic Race that they're replaying is the 1980 World 600. Now, that's not why I mentioned it. Here's why. Alan Alan Bestwick sends him a reply. It's a great one. The first cup race I attended in person. Did CPR on an elderly man in the parking lot on the way in, revived him. The race took seven hours with rain delays, had one of the greatest duels ever. For the last hundred miles, the winner became a dear friend years later. Now, how cool of a story is that, Randy, that Alan Bestwick, one of the one of the most revered uh, racing announcers and broadcasters, play-by-play, um, actually did CPR in an elderly man in the parking lot at Charlotte on his way into the 1980 World 600 and revived him. That is How crazy. cool is that? That is crazy. That's a story you tell your grandkids someday. That's absolutely correct. Uh, so I just thought I'd pass that along. Way to go, Alan Bastwick. Um, racing is truly a family sport, and it's stories like that that just, uh, just make it uh, so obvious as we bring... Uh, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Crawl back on the air with us. Now, Charlie, uh, I think is the first, in fact, I'm sure that Charlie is the very first guest that we've ever had on the Race Chaser Shore I've ever had on any radio show in my entire life uh, who is doing the entire show while he's on a bike ride. Um, right, baby. Which, uh, you know, uh, if you if you keep riding hard enough, um, maybe I'll lose some weight. So keep it up, buddy. Um, uh, that's my plan. That's my plan. So interesting story about uh, that 1980 Uh-oh. World 600. And, and this is a family sport. Right. So this is a family sport. So my family's race team, Guard Racing, finished second that day in that great duel with Benny Parsons, who was... Very good friends with my grandparents at that time. So, yeah, that's that's interesting how this all ties back in together, isn't so, it? So hang on just a second, Charlie. I want to just make this, I want to clarify this, because I think I just heard you say that your family were the owners of Die Guard Racing? Yes, my uncle is Bill Gardner. So uh, wow. he, was the owner of the, he was the owner of the Gatorade Chevrolet that Daryl Walter finished second in that day, and that was... A fantastic duel. The only the only part about it I don't like is we finished second. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure I watched that race as a kid because I didn't yeah. miss too many. Uh, don't quite yeah. remember it, but uh, I would have been 12, I think, at the time. Um, I would have been eight, and I okay. wouldn't have been watching it at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been. I mean, uh, it, we grew up. Uh, we were a racing family from from jump. Uh, my parents weren't racers yeah. or anything, but they started taking me when I was five to the local track and we always watch nascar yeah. so um fantastic yeah fantastic cool way to grow up isn't it yeah. I had no idea that's how small the racing world is no idea that small your, world, your family it? was uh i used to love that car and i loved when jeb bodine uh ran those those colors and and uh jeff was my favorite growing up in the modifieds yeah. at uh, oswego so when 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 jeff was driving the gatorade car we had my family's team had transitioned to the miller high life car at yes. that point and yep. this was before so this was before two car teams. We right. had the sponsor signed, and you know the sponsor was on board. And we, the family, you know, my uncle went and negotiated a better deal with someone else. And rather than keep two cars, he let the sponsor go to someone else. And in today's day and age, that's unheard of. But yes. You didn't have two car teams back in 1983, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And and honestly, uh, I'm not sure 
that the uh, you know the 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 mass racing organizations not sure the four car teams i i i don't know i i, I like them and i don't like them we'll put it like that but uh right. you know right. i think it's i think it, it it's been fun in one way and i don't know if it's been great for the sport overall in another and i and it's, well, it's you know it's six of one half dozen yeah. of another and yeah. I, you know what gets me is it's you know hey there's there's no doubt about you know the the accomplishments of a team like Hendrick Motorsports and however many two hundred some odd wins, you know. But you collect those two hundred wins with four teams. You know, my uncle's team, forty three wins with one team. That's not too shabby. Yeah, not too <laughs> shabby know? at all. Yeah, I mean when you look at you look at the Wood Brothers, ninety nine wins with one car. You know that's that's awesome. It's a lot of victories with one race car. You know so. Kind of puts it in perspective a little bit. Absolutely. That's yep. True. For sure. Yeah. So um, let's get back to to Arca and Talladega and all things current. Um, so I think from what I'm hearing, and I guess you could tell me better, but it seems like Talladega is pretty firm at this point. That um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty firm. Yep. That pretty we're uh, we're going back racing at Talladega Arca style, and that's going to be fun. Um, but I think that uh, it's almost going to be like restarting over for you because, of course, your first race is always Daytona. So why why would you reboot? As we like to say for our friends at My Computer Career, why would you reboot anywhere else but a super speedway? Right. <laughs> you know, that, you it know seems fitting. <laughs> And, and realistically, we're just rebooting there because that's where we're able to go at this point. But, you know, the, the interesting thing is our, our actual off-season is 90 days, something like that, 90, 97 days. By the time we get to Talladega, we will be right in that area, if not a little past that. So you're, you're exactly right. It's like we've had a whole entire second off-season here. And, you know, it's, it's, there's going to be just as many unknowns when we get to Talladega as there were when we got to Daytona. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's, it's going to be very interesting. So talk to me a little bit. Talk to us about uh, the transition to a NASCAR-owned entity and what that's been like from inside of uh, the ARCA offices. So it's, you know, you would think that it's this real big struggle, and it's really not. You know, the, what, what they really have brought is a ton of resources, uh, you know, buying power, you know, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just being included within the, the world's largest motorsport sanctioning body is never a bad thing. And, you know, I realize that a lot of people, you know, see ARCA and we, we race at Daytona and Talladega and Michigan and Chicago and Kansas and you know, all these, you know, really big racetracks and these great venues and we're on television and we've got thousands and thousands of people watching and, you know, but, you know, realize ARCA has been a small family-owned company since 1953. Yeah. There's 10 of us. There's 10 of us, full-time employees. You know, so, you know, to have an organization of thousands backing you up, it is, it is just, it's been a phenomenal change. I'm not going to say it's always been smooth sailing because anytime you have an acquisition of any type, sure, you know, there's always a couple of speed bumps here and there, but it has been extraordinarily smooth. Uh, the folks at NASCAR, all of them are big supporters of what we do at ARCA. So, you know, there's, there's no, 
you know, everyone's pulling the, the train in the same direction, which is great. You know, it's, it's really awesome to be a part of a team that all has the same vision and we're all working towards the same thing. And, you know, I'm, I've been around ARCA since I was a little kid. My first job was selling programs, you know, for my boss, Ron oh, Graham, wow. when, I, when I was eight years old. Wow. You know, so, so to now, you know, be there and be a part of the team, this is something I've wanted my whole life. So it's, it's, uh, it's really humbling, and I, I, I enjoy going to work every single day. Well, and uh, so when your passion becomes your profession, it's not a job. Uh, it's just plain fun. And uh, I right. can speak to that because uh, it's my profession, too. So um, it's right. it's definitely quite a uh, quite a thing. Okay, the Arca field this year, really interesting because, of course, you know, Venturini is always really the team to beat. But you've got some young talent uh, this year across the board that uh, – it has really made it uh, worth watching, as always. Um, what, when you look at the kind of the balance of the field, what uh, what goes through your mind uh, in terms of the the state of the competition at this point? You know, we've got the, the Venerini team has has really has two of the the real serious championship contenders in Michael Self and Drew Dollar. You know, we've got a couple of, you know, full-timers on some other teams, including Haley Deegan, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing Haley's yep. first win. Um, you know, we've got some, some part-timers, you know, that I think would like to be full-timers, like Thad Moffitt. You know, Thad's got, I think, funding for 14 or 15 races, but I, I know he would love to come and do all of them. Right. Um, and that's, that's Richard Petty's grandson. For and sure. Anytime you've got the Petty family involved, it's just fantastic. Thad's but, talented too. You know, he's a great kid. He, he is, and, yeah. and he is a super top notch, super wonderful person. Yep. Um, and then you have you, you mentioned Chandler Smith. Simply not old enough to come and race everywhere. Yeah. Chandler's already won what nine times and something like twenty starts. Yeah, I mean that is incredible. Just incredible how talented that kid is. You know, and and that's coming on the heels of Christian Eckes last year and. Uh, it's just, you know, we are so fortunate to have so many really wonderfully talented youngsters come through here. We don't, we, we might not get to see them run full time. And we were actually really fortunate to have Christian run part of four seasons. You know, he ran two partial seasons and then two, two full seasons. Um, actually, no, just one full season, but you know, we, we had them for four years and, and that's not, that doesn't happen very often. No. Um, you know, but to have somebody like a Michael uh, Michael Self come back for a second full time year, Michael, what a wonderful guy! Just has such a great attitude. Yeah, uh, he, he's so pleasant to be around. His wife, he brings her every time. She is just fantastic to yeah. be around. They're they're smart, they're funny, and, and Michael is just such a driven uh, individual. You know, he he has gone out and and hustled that sponsorship himself. He manages that sponsorship himself, and and make you know make sure all of the activation is done. Just you know, you talk about desire in, yeah. in, in wanting to make it happen. He is what ARCA is all about. Oh, and then, for sure. You know, yep. even, um, and I, I'm going to stop you. Just hold on a second, if you will, because we're going to bring you back after uh, the break here. we sure. got to step aside, and we'll do one more segment with uh, Charlie Crawl as we continue with more Motorsports Madness right around the turn. Stick with us. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411. 
or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I can listen to blues all night. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, uh, our final long segment for radio. Not the final segment, but the final long segment. And uh, we're happy to uh, that, that Charlie Crawl has uh, given us the blessing to... Um, keep him for part of this and continue to talk racing with him. So we'll go ahead and bring him back. And, uh, Charlie, um, I want to, uh, transition into something. I wasn't sure that I, cause I, I thought for a while that, uh, there was some sort of secrecy behind this, but, uh, that's why I confirmed with you through text, whether I could talk about this, but, one of my favorite things about Twitter, and those of you who, who are on Twitter, one of my favorite things about Twitter has always been the orange cone. Um, oh, no. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and Charlie, 
is the orange cone. We now know who's oh. behind the cone. Oh boy! Um, it used to be a lot. Used to be a lot more fun to talk about this when everybody thought Dale Earnhardt Jr. was the orange cone. But uh, such really. Did uh, people yeah, thought yeah. Dale Jr. was the orange oh, all cone? the time, all the time. There's like, oh, there's no one else who could possibly be because this was back before he had his own, you know, had an his own Twitter. Yeah, right. I it's can't like, believe I, I wasn't they... gonna, I wasn't gonna dissuade anybody from thinking that, but no, it was just some, you know, tired bald guy sitting on his couch in Toledo, Ohio, making wisecracks on the internet. You know, now but, that's funny. Uh, it is something that is. I tell you what, it is something that. Has given me more personal joy and has introduced me to so many wonderful people, and I have gotten to, to do so many just really cool things that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise if not for for a, a silly Twitter account for a talking orange traffic cone, um, you know. And, and it has allowed my children to get up close and personal. Like Rutledge Wood talks to my daughter in person and and speaks to her by name. Wow, you know, that's, that's just, cool! How, how cool is how cool is that's that? cool? And, you know, it's just it's just it's just been such a great thing for me personally to have uh, to have made so many wonderful friends. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a single dad. You know, I've, I've been divorced a few years. I, I met my girlfriend through Twitter, and wow, you know, how, it's just fantastic. It just is, and um, to to be able to talk to so many like minded people, and whether you like Kyle Bush or hate Kyle Bush, or you. You know, you you like Chase Briscoe or you don't like Chase Briscoe or, you know, you want to see Denny Hamlin win them all or you don't want to see Denny Hamlin win them all. You know, we all have racing in common, and it's just yep. it's so much fun to just be a part of that conversation on a daily basis. And, um, you know, like I said, it was a lot more fun when everybody thought they were talking to Dale Jr. than me. But, I, uh, I still have a good time. I you have know? never heard that. I never <laughs> knew that everybody thought it was Dale Jr. Um, of course. Like, how does how does Dale Jr. tweet from the race car? And I'm like, yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> exactly. Impossible. Yeah. That, think that's about gonna, it. Yeah, just think about it. He doesn't. He that's that's going to be yeah. a really good pickup line, though. If you you know if you're in a bar and you're like, I'm the orange cone. You know what I mean? I've I've done it. I've done it. It's, it's funny. Someone told me that you had done it before. I was at the I was at the first USAC midget race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and sat down next to a bunch of people and you know they were on their phones and they were on Twitter and they were, I I saw them talking like hey who are some you know who are some of your favorite Twitter accounts you know and they were like oh we follow NASCAR Casman Dale Jr. and you know the Orange Cone and you know the guy that I was sitting there with just puts his face in his in his hands, and he's like, oh, here we go. You <laughs> 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 follow the orange cone, huh? How cool is that? And, uh, you know, I send out a tweet, like, oh, I'm sitting next to some cool people at, you know, this midget race who are friends, you know, fans of the orange cone. And they start looking around, and I, I tapped the girl on the shoulder, and I showed her my phone, and she just couldn't believe it. <laughs> was like, That's yeah, funny. Me. That's yeah, pretty funny. It's funny as heck, but... You know, it is. It's just so much fun to, to be a part of that whole scene. And, you know, to see even a guy like NASCAR Chasm, you know, spent a lot of time with him and his sure. wife. And, you know, we, we just, it's just fun to make people laugh. I started it to make myself laugh. And, and the fact that anyone else has ever thought it to be funny or worth following just blows me away. I remember the day that I, I had my 1,000th follower. I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And, <laughs> you know, to me, it's, it still is cool. You know, I, I can't believe anybody wants to listen to what I have to say, but uh, it's very humbling and uh, still a lot of fun. Well, we don't, but we love the orange cone. See, that's kind of how that works, <laughs> right. right? Exactly you know, right. Right, 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 right. See what I mean? Right. You know, it's right. a different personality because we don't know who it is. Right, and that's what I always tell people. I, I have to be very clear. I'm like, just so you know, 
the cone and Charlie are two different entities. The exactly. cone does things that Charlie would not. It's like <laughs> it's like playing a character. You yeah. know, George Carlin. Yeah. George Carlin with the seven famous words you can't say on television was also in Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, and you the hippy dippy weatherman two, too. And the hippy dippy weatherman, right? Man. So you know. Yeah. You can play two different characters sometimes. <laughs> That's funny. That's still hilarious. have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to transition back to Arkham for a second because I, I know this season has been crazy and hectic, and you guys still don't know what's going on. You know, in terms of the rest of the season, but looking ahead a little bit, maybe toward twenty twenty one and on, what do you envision happening? You know, in, in the Arkham series, what, what kinds of things can we look for in the future for the Arkham series? So I think what we're going to see, and I'll tell you what, there, there's a lot of energy around 2021 right now. You might not think it with all the craziness going on in the in the world at large, but you know, on our conference calls every week, we've got a couple conference calls every week, and there is a lot of energy from tracks, from sponsors, from our, our Menards vendor partners. Everyone's looking forward to 2021 and this the, the merging of what was the K&N Pro Series East and West, what we now call Arkham Menard Series East and West. Uh, blending all of those in, I mean, it's just it, there's such a tremendous opportunity to to bridge that gap between grassroots racing, like you might see at Hickory Motor Speedway or South Boston Speedway, or even up here at Toledo Speedway. You know, to bridge that with NASCAR, and that's what ARCA, that's what that ARCA platform is going to be from here out. Oh, nationwide. And then have that Sioux Chief challenge where we bring all three of them together ten times a year. That's going to be a, a to just grow from year to year, and I'm looking forward to seeing where we we take that in 2021. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think uh, you know the the East and West series um, have always kind of had their own distinction, if you will, and now that everything's under the Arca umbrella, um, right. it, it gives it more. I feel like more possibility as one big entity to cross promote right. and, you know, and help because let's face it, the East and West of, and even the Arca series for, for the last good number of years um, has become a driver development type series for the most part. Right. right? And so right. now having all of that under one umbrella um, gives a lot of opportunity for cross promotion and, and a lot of, you know, kind of PR that, that, that covers it all. And, and which I would assume comes into your area. Um, you know, so what do you see, how do you see your role, um, changing and growing and evolving as we go forward now that you have actually three series in one instead of, um, just the Arca series? So personally, that's where I'm really excited because, you know, being a part of NASCAR, you know, we now have access to their entire marketing and communications department. So that actually has taken a little bit of the PR side of things away from, from my daily duties. I'm still involved in that. But it also opens me up to do the NBC Sports Gold Track Pass broadcasts of all the East and West races, which is something I really, really love doing. I love talking to race fans, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's at the racetrack on the PA system or whether it's on a podcast or on television. So to be able to do that is, is an absolute dream come true for me. So, so to be able to go and do those track pass broadcasts, um, it's, that's why I want to get those East and West seasons restarted. Sure. Like I'm chomping at the bit here to see it and going to do that. But, uh, to be able to see all of those drivers from, from the East to the West, the, the Chase Cabries and the Nick Sanchez's and the, 
you know, Giovanni Bramante out yep. on the east side of the country, and then, you know, Gio Selzy and uh, Lawless Allen. I mean, that is the coolest name in soccer racing. Yeah, I agree. Lawless yeah. Allen. Jesse um, Love. And, you know, Holly Holland. Right, Jesse Love, Holly Holland, um, you know, Gracie Trotter. Uh, but just to see all of those drivers, it's just, I, I didn't see that. When I started at ARCA full-time two years ago, I had no idea that that would be a possibility. Yeah. And I am just stoked. I'm stoked to be a part of it. It's just a... You know, at the end of the day, I'm still a race fan, you know, yep. and, and to be able to go and see all of these races all across the country. You know, I thought it was cool the first time I got to go to Springfield to see a race on the dirt mile back yeah. in 2012. You know, that was like, oh, this is this is it, you know. But now to, you, you you wouldn't think about it. But to go to a place like Douglas County, uh, you know, or or Meridian Speedway out in Idaho yeah. or, you know, I've never been to I've never been to, to Sonoma, you know, I'm. You know, and, and I think that that race, unfortunately, might be part yeah. of the, the coronavirus uh, yeah, casualty. You know, postponement. Yeah. But yeah, that might be a casualty. But you know, to know that there, eventually there's going to be a time that I'm going to go, get to go to these places, I am just absolutely stoked. And as a race fan, it just doesn't get any better for me. Well, yeah, and uh, and I mean, you'll get to see some of these younger guys, guys and gals, even longer because you know they'll spend right. uh, a couple <laughs> years, in some cases, in the. Uh, uh, the regionals, the East and West, and then come up to Arca for a couple of years. Somebody like Jesse Love has still got a long time. Yep. Um, so he's going to yep. be, you know, he'll be around a while. So that's, uh, he's going to be a star too. Um, I keep talking to these kids. I do these 10 questions interviews yeah. with, with some of these kids. And what, one of the questions is, you know, what, what was your first car? And there are some of them that are so young, they don't have their first car yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, come on, guys. Thanks. Does a bike count? You're, you're making, <laughs> yeah, you're making me feel my age here, yeah. uh, boys and girls. But uh, no, it's, it's it is such a, a privilege to be around all of these kids because I, I really do feel, and we saw it today in the in the Xfinity race yep. in Darlington. You know, with ten laps to go, you had Justin Allgaier and Chase Briscoe fighting for the win. Two yep. ARCA champions, absolutely going to battle. And, yep. and I know that there are drivers. You talked about Chandler Smith. I'm uh, bringing you back to break a couple seconds yep. ago. He's the guy. We're going to see races on Sundays very, very soon. Yeah, I agree. You know, 100%. Fun to be able to watch these guys. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, so uh, we've got just a couple minutes left here, and I want to make sure that uh, our audience knows how can they follow you? And I'm going to just start by saying at, <laughs> at the Orange Cone on Twitter at, is at a must. Uh, but talk about your uh, other social as well. Uh, right. Well, first of all, I would I would suggest that you follow the Arca Menard series on of course. at Arca underscore racing, Arca underscore racing. Uh, you can follow me personally at Chaz Crawl, C-H-A-S-K-R-A-L-L. Uh, I try to talk racing, but I, I get sucked into some uh, political discussions from there time to time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but you don't have to That's put okay. up with that on social media right. these days. But, yep. uh, you know, I like to post pictures of my kids and fun racing stuff and, uh, you know, that pretty girl that I call my girlfriend. Uh, on Just be real well, is, but, uh, is what you do. Right, 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 right. But yep. uh, the, orange cone is, the orange cone is the one that I, I spend the most time on for sure. So, yeah. Well, and, hey, we talked about it in that last segment. Also follow uh, the, the historical Diegard Racing team at, at Diegard Racing. Oh, I got to go do that. I didn't realize that was out there. Right. I'll have to go uh, yeah. make sure I do that. Yeah. At Die Guard yep. Racing. And uh, look forward to that. Well, uh, Charlie, we thank you for uh, giving us uh, a little longer than we asked for. Uh, really appreciate that. Oh, it's my pleasure. Love to have you back again uh, to talk more as we get into the Arcus season and you right. start thank running you. some races for sure. 
it's really amazing how fast the time goes by. Anytime you guys want to talk ARCA, I'm happy to do it. Just let me know. Well, I certainly appreciate that. That's Charlie Crawl, otherwise known as the Orange Cone, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, Twitter handles. And uh, go follow him. And with that, um, gosh, Randy, it's hard to believe that our last long segment's over. We got one more to come here. But mm-hmm. when you think about the ARCA situation real quick, uh, I mean, you've got one race that you know about, and that's it. And it's going to be June yeah, he put it into perspective. I mean, what they're going through at the corporate offices, not only at the NASCAR site, but also at ARCA, trying to figure out these schedules for the foreseeable future. That's I was looking crazy. at the schedule going forward, and, you know, Pocono's coming up, and yeah. there's tracks that I think they're going to get to go to, but those making up those other five races is going to be tough. Yeah, I think the uh, California tracks, the dirt part of it, the two races in, in Illinois, I think are going to be in serious jeopardy, too. Um, so, you know, I say Charlotte and Eldora please. And thank you. That would be my choice. Uh, We'll be back with the final segment of the radio show right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it.
Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Okay, Jesse Love bringing us back, our final segment, and it's a quick one, but uh, just going to run down real quick the revised IndyCar schedule for this year. June 6th, Texas Motor Speedway, um, and then uh, Indianapolis Motors, Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course Race 1. The 11th is Road America Race 1. The 12th, uh, sorry, the 4th of July is the Indy Road Course Race. The 11th, Race 1 at Road America. The 12th is Race 2. They added a race there. Iowa Speedway with a doubleheader on the 17th and 18th. And in August, the 9th is the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. The 15th and 16th, Indy 500 qualifying. The 23rd is the 500. The 30th is Gateway. In September, they run Portland and two races at Laguna Seca. Love that, too. And then in October, Indianapolis Road Course Race 2 and the Streets of St. Pete. On the 25th, um, lost Toronto um, and uh, Richmond off the schedule this year, but uh, still a good schedule. I like that. Yep, a very, very diverse schedule. Yes. Uh, lots of opportunity for doubleheaders. I know they've done it at Texas a couple of years, doing the doubleheaders back-to-back, uh, back-to-back like that. So yeah. um, cool to see the season get back in the way at Texas. I'm I find excited. it interesting that IndyCars at Iowa, NASCAR is not. Yeah. Yeah. That's very but it's in like August, isn't it, or something? So. Yeah, it, well, no, it's Later fairly early. So. Well, um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting to say the least. So with that, we will close out the radio portion of our show. Of course, uh, we've got the TV overtime coming up next. Uh, but uh, for now, for Randy Miller and Nakia, our producer, and Jacob Seelman and all of our guests, and thanks for to WSIC and um, our sponsors, My Computer Career, Victory Custom Trailers, and Strutmasters, I'm Tom Baker. Have a great week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.